Welcome to The Fifth Palette Almost Killed Me, a show that gives you a behind-the-scenes look at starting and growing a consumer packaged goods business. I'm your host, Heather K. Terry. I'm a New York City area-based consultant, and I've advised and had key roles in not only my own brands, but with dozens of others as well. My main objective is to help you avoid the many mistakes I've made or been witness to in my 10-plus years as an entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hello, happy new year, everyone. I am so excited to be back from this break that seemed to be forever, (laughs) but I really needed that time away. Did you? It's awesome to be back. And thank you for all the comments over the break. I was really overwhelmed with so many people revealing themselves as listeners in the couple of weeks we've been off. And some of you have become clients recently, and I am so, so happy to have you and your businesses in our portfolio. You all know who I'm talking about. You know, me and my team have built this podcast completely from word of mouth and some social media marketing, and we have been so thrilled with the organic growth of it, proving that you don't need a ton of money to be a great marketer. And that's what today's podcast is all about, marketing on a budget. I'm going to give you the five things you should be doing all the time in your business to keep your brand at the forefront of the minds of your customers and to get the attention of prospective customers. Ready? Let's do this. Right away, I'm going to clear up a misconception. Social media followings are great. They can help you connect with your customers. In fact, they give you a direct line. People are more likely to connect with your brand on social than even reaching out with a compliment or complaint via your website because that actually requires them to go to your website. And really, let's face it, who has time for that? Social media followings are also really great for optics the perception of your company to consumers, and even some retail buyers, much to my dismay, which you'll understand in a moment. And social media followings are also great for your ego. Everyone needs someone or thousands of people to love them. It gives me all the feels just thinking about mine. Now, I'm going to say something that will likely have many of you questioning my credibility. Statistically, only 7% of all sales within a business come from social media word of mouth. Eek. I know. It makes you feel like you shouldn't be spending all your time there. Because word of mouth is the most powerful marketing tool out there. In fact, $1 spent on word of mouth goes 10 times further than traditional advertising. Why? How? Because of a concept called homophily, or birds of a feather that stick together. You've heard that one. Think of the last five things you've purchased. Why did you purchase them? Did your best friend tell you about one of those products? Did you see a neighbor with one of those products? Did an influencer on Instagram, whom you aspire to be like, there's no shame in that, post about the product? When someone whom you spend time with purchases something, you, yourself, are more likely to purchase it. 
(laughs) It's just statistically true. It's part of human nature. We all have our tribe, and in many ways, we all conform. Don't hate me for pointing this out. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. So where does that leave your social media following? The one we're putting so much attention on. Bottom line, followers left disconnected are just a bunch of people who haven't unfollowed you. If you don't create a community, you will never move the needle in the only thing that really matters at the end of the day in a business, which is sales. And before someone jumps all over me for that one, I am one half of a team that runs a business that is 100% dedicated to the environment. Without sales, my company wouldn't exist. So yes, sales first. You need money to save the planet and solve real-world problems. So pay attention to your following. I'm not saying to become a social media addict, but you have to engage and give them something to follow, trust, and purchase. This brings me to my next point to continue on the point of social media, especially, but it applies to anywhere you are creating content. What kinds of content are you creating? I'm going to lay this out there. Visual content is 40% more likely to be shared on social media than any other content. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Visual content is 40%. That's a really high number, everyone. More likely to be shared on social media than any other content. It's part of the reason that Instagram is so wildly popular right now. And the competition is fierce. You can tell the difference between a brand or person who really understands curating their Instagram feed and those who don't. There are so many great and not insanely expensive photographers out there. Cameras are cheaper and more accessible than ever. Even the latest iPhone and Google Pixel phones are churning out these amazingly beautiful pictures. If you can't hire a photographer, invest a little money in one of these mobile devices and then take an online course to figure out how to maximize its use. I promise you it is 100% worth it. If you're going to spend money on other kinds of content, think about compelling infographics and video. Video is very engaging. You can present information much more quickly, tell a story in lightning speed, check out the podcast page on the heatherkterry.com website for a few examples of this, and people love sharing a good video. Think of all the ones your friends have sent you. The third thing you should be doing at all times, and this is a big point to chew on, a golden rule, if you will. So listen up. If you do nothing else from this podcast, let this be the thing. Always, 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 always pretend that your customer or prospective customer has no idea what you are talking about. (laughs) That's how basic your messaging has to be. If your grandmother can't understand it, no one else will. So break it down that way. Those are the most powerful messages. As founders, entrepreneurs, and business owners, we have what's called the curse of knowledge. 
The more we know, the more we think and assume every other person knows. And that's just not true. That can make our marketing really, really confusing. So look at your own marketing efforts and figure out if you are doing this and change it if you are. Just go back and break it down for grandma. The fourth place to focus when you have a limited marketing budget, reviews. Manage your reviews. What do I mean? Reviews are everywhere. Amazon, third-party websites, blogs, social media. Twitter is the number one place for customers to come and complain about products and brands. Customers also expect brands to respond to Twitter complaints within a few hours. So you better be on top of that. Also, 70 to 80% of all decisions to buy are based on reviews and reputations. Let me tell you a story. One of the brands I worked with had several bad reviews on Amazon. In fact, it wasn't just several. It was many, many more. They had had some problems in their production early on, different batches, things had been sitting a while. It was a little bit of a nightmare. When we hired an Amazon team, one of the first things they had us do was to clean up our reviews. How did we do that? It didn't matter how old the review was. We reached out to all of those customers. We apologized for the bad experience they had with our product, whether we sold it to them or not, because there were many other resellers selling our products. That's on another podcast. (laughs) And we offered then to send them a fresh new one entirely on us. We didn't ask for a new review. We just wanted to make it right. And you know what? So many of those customers went back and offered an addendum to their original review. We grabbed at the chance to make it right, and it worked. This is something I've had many of my clients do, on Amazon or otherwise, and it always pays off. Make the wrong right all the time. It will never fail you. You will have trusting, loyal customers as a result. Okay, here we go. Number five, and this is my favorite and what I think is the most difficult one for entrepreneurs, mainly because it requires you to put yourself out there. And that is hard for many people to do. In fact, it's the biggest thing I have resistance to in my consulting business. Get your ass out there. (laughs) Remember what I said about word of mouth? What do you think the easiest way to do that is? Bravo if you said getting yourself out there in your immediate community, making connections, and building on them. You are only as powerful as your network, and you are who you surround yourself with. This is true in life and business. People want to do business with people they know and like. It's no mistake that many people in Hollywood work together over and over again. And it's the same thing in getting a job or running a business. The people in your network and that you have in your community will move mountains for you. They will support and spread the word about your product. (laughs) They'll include you in their events and they'll introduce you to their friends. And it will go on and on. And opportunity will present itself over and over again. You might make some of the greatest friends of your life. I have. 
There are so many amazing people out there starting and growing businesses. And it also gives you an opportunity to realize over and over again that you are not alone and other entrepreneurs are going through the same exact things as you. And sometimes they have a solution to a problem that you might have right now. Or you could stay at home like most people do, and hope that something will happen. Hope marketing will get you to one outcome, with an out-of-business sign on your door and a fire sale on your website. So you get to choose. I will pick getting my ass out there every single time. I know. Those of, the, those of you who've been listening to me for a while are saying, yeah, she's back. No sugarcoating here. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I want you to nail this and also to start this year out with a new outlook on marketing your product line and does not have to cost a lot of money. No, where there's a will, there's a way. Limited financial resources, investors who don't believe in marketing, don't even get me started on that one, being a marketing novice there's always a way to get your message out there and it doesn't have to break the bank. Bonus. Since you've made it to the end of the podcast, you deserve a bonus. <laughs> Go to the website, heatherkterry.com and get my top picks for inexpensive or free tools to create amazing visual content. Just my little way of saying thank you for coming back to listen in the new year. Remember, the fifth palette almost killed me always comes out on Tuesday afternoons. To get past and current business templates and tools, go to my website at heatherkterry.com and sign up for my newsletter. If you have an idea or question for the podcast, go over to anchor.com or download the Anchor app where this podcast is hosted. And what's really cool is that you can leave me a voicemail question or an idea. It's really neat. Check it out. There are no bad ideas or suggestions, and I want to know what you need. So get over there and let me know. I want to hear from you. And make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes so you don't miss anything. And thank you to those of you who have left reviews. It really does mean the world to me. If you'd like to work with me directly, again, go to the heatherkterry.com website and scroll down the contact page to sign up for some time using Calendly. Now, get out there and do something to move your business forward. Everything discussed here today is something you can do starting right now. Till next time. <laughs>